0: It is so well defined. What so we, well, we have it. to do today,
1: we got to go to work. We got to do. All right, it's time for another podcast. Uh, it's the NFL in London uh, podcast. Here we got going. Wade McElwain, Ryan Colt. Hell yeah! Uh, now it is. Uh, it's a little late. Yeah, we're a little late in this one, but we're We're a sick baby. We're a sick baby. We, a a sick sick baby. Baby. we a got a petrol is... crisis. We have so many things going on. But uh, and I've got I got four dogs. It's uh, a <laughs> it's a drama. It's chaos in Britain. Drama for your mama. It's chaos. Um, but we are going to give you our week four preview. Uh, week 3 was done. Week 5, everyone. Week 5 is in London. We have the big game next week. It is a Jets versus the oh, Atlanta Falcons in the what game. What a that, stinker. Wow.
0: Get, when the beginning came out, you'd be like, oh, okay, we'll get to see you. Yeah. Now it just feels like... The only people are going to be there are Falcons fans and the sex Jets that are left. There will be general NFL fans and
1: people who have not been to a game before. And you're going to enjoy this game. It's going to be uh, maybe a lot of points. You hate it for being a game where it's like 6-3. You know where it's like a baseball game. Where it's like, people are like, what? Well,
0: sometimes the games with the lowest expectations are the best games. In London. Like, but, but London has just been tragic in its NFL games over the last decade. Like, yeah. I could count on my head. I think there's been like three good ones. I know yeah. there was Jags-Bills, which was a high-scoring Bucks- game. Bucks-Bears was a good game. And I think uh, Tennessee uh, Chargers was good yeah. a couple of years ago. And it was fine. But yeah. I have really no faith that Zach Wilson, and um, anyway, we'll get into that game next we'll week. We'll but. get into that,
1: but we're going to talk, but for anyone, uh, we have put some notes up on the website, just about some general London notes, because a lot of people are coming from America. I have warned, and we have warned people, just in case you are planning on driving, and we can really attest to this, because Ryan and I both live in North London, petrol stations, it's crazy out there. And if you're going to park anywhere near a petrol station, or if you're looking at parking on a Sunday... It could be nuts because there's people queuing up everywhere, jamming up neighborhoods. Take the tube, take a bus. Don't don't worry yourself and all of that. Yeah. Um, so we will be. Well, Ryan's getting ready for Canada. I'll be watching at the sports yeah, bar. and Grill. So I also, will
0: be. Yeah, I'm a self quarantined. He's self quarantining with a sick baby to
1: make sure that no one gets him sick. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will be at the sports bar and grill, Old Street. Join us there. Also, join us at the sports bar and grill. Clap. I'm going to be open late on that one. Going through the games now. Week four predictions. Some some stinking games. Some not bad games. Uh, but uh, we'll start with this one because it's the computer's telling us to start with the Bears. Detroit Lions <laughs> and Chicago Bears. Uh, Chicago, gosh, what a sucky play it was last week. Everyone's calling for Matt Nagy's head, his feet, his tail. And Detroit, while they're 0-3, uh, Detroit does not give up. This is not a team like the Jets. You know They have been playing tough against people. And, and just when you think you're going to count them down, they, they come back on this one. Bears hosting the Lions in this one. It's a three-point affair. Uh, forty-one and a half points is the over/under. No one thinks this one's going to go anywhere.
0: No. Well, they, this is what the Bears have to do. They have to get back to using uh, David Montgomery, especially if you have a rookie quarterback. The best help for a rookie quarterback is a good running game. And the Bears were using him. the first two weeks. David Montgomery was doing really well, and then all of a sudden, Week Three came. They're like, "Oh, let's let Justin Fields cook." It's like he's not even a sous chef yet. Doesn't even have an apron, and they're going to throw him in the kitchen. He got absolutely murdered. And they just abandoned the run. They weren't even out of it last week. Like It was quite a close game for a while, and they still refused to run. Um, so, yeah, I think if Nagy... that was Nagy has to go back to some basics, get his quarterback some confidence because he is Richie on the verge of killing this guy. It's only his second game, so he must be better. But I actually like Detroit to take this. I think Detroit's been competitive. I think Jared Goff's just a better quarterback. Uh, I think Hawkinson could have a good game. And I just, until I see anything from that Nagy, I'm off the Bears and the Nagy train. Even though they're at home, that gives you the advantage, but I'm just, I wouldn't even bet this game. This is a stay away for me. Uh, but I like the Bears to win this. Uh, I'm going to go with like a third, no, no, sorry, not the Bears, but Lions to win this, uh, 23 to 17. Yeah, I think it's going to be a low, pretty low scoring game, but you
1: know, obviously Nagy has to respond to this one because if he doesn't, it's his job. That's it. It's, it's your job. It's over. I think Detroit will play tough, but the Bears' defense is going to have a big issue on there. Allen Robinson, I think, factors have a big game as well. If Andy Dalton is going to be chucking this... This ball. Well, around. no, it's going to be Fields.
0: They've announced it's Fields. They have so, Fields. So. Yeah, it's been announced Fields. Well, so.
1: I think they're going to spend some time with Fields, give them some more protection. But I do like the Bears to win this one. I think that they have to win this one. It is at home.
0: I got the Bears winning 26 to 20 thing, in this one. Yeah, but the thing always, you always have to remember is division games are different. Division uh-huh. games are always harder. They are always because harder. Because it doesn't matter. You've seen these guys a million times. Yeah. You know a lot about them. So. That's why I these types of games scare me when it's only like the. the I agree with you; they
1: scare, they scare me on those ones as well. But I really Chicago's really got to win on this one, and Detroit. You know they, they've been stro- they got too many struggles and too many injuries. I think on this one, um, you know, and trying to be able to they can get the run going, but Chicago should be able to stop that. Moving on to our next game, the many Saints of New York uh, is what we're looking <laughs> at this one yeah. as the Jameis Winston and company seven point favorites over the the New York Giants. Uh, New York Giants continue to struggle. Um, you're not really sure what's going to happen in this one. Uh, Jameis Winston has been playing not bad, but Alvin Kamara factors have a big game in this one. People were pounding uh, Daniel Jones last week. Pick him up in fantasy. He's I, I did use
0: him in fantasy last week, Yeah, he absolutely... F- he actually played decent for having no good stats. Like He's yeah. put up some points, but again, he couldn't move the ball against the Falcons, where then... It's just you just don't know what New York team you're getting. Um, and the Saints, like Jameis, he's been fine, but they're not a good offense. They they're like almost last in the NFL in passing yards per game. It just shows you that Michael Thomas is a valuable yeah. member of this team, where everyone's like, oh, it's Sean Payton, you know, he's a genius. He said, like, yeah, but if you have no receivers, which they have, it's hurting Camara. It's hurting their offense. He should be back, maybe week five, maybe next week mm-hmm. or week six. And then we'll see what the offense comes. But for now, I just can't. I think that defense is really good. I think they're going to make it hard for Daniel Jones. He's going to have a bad game. He's on the road. This spell's disaster. The Giants are falling apart. People are asking, Joe Judge, what's the point of you? It, everything says go Saints. But I'm not betting them to win seven. Because I just don't yeah. think this offense is good enough to beat anyone almost by seven. So I'm going to go with well, actually quite a close game. Uh, 27-23 Saints. Yeah, I got this one a close
1: game. I got a five-point game as well, but I have it really low scoring. I've got it 23-18. to 18. I don't even see them covering the over in this one. Uh, low scoring, low moving, just as boring as the Falcons game was. Um, and, you, and you really, you know, I think the the Patriots really slowed down and showed how you can slow down the pace of the Saints as well. I, I don't see this being an exciting game as well. I've got it 23-18, to 18, nothing big. No. Moving on to a game that should be a bigger game, and you hope people would be excited about this one. Kansas City Chiefs one and two, disappointing to say the least. Uh, I would call the them last
0: place Chiefs.
1: The Chiefs to me remind me of season two of Ted Lasso. I was looking so much forward <laughs> to it, and then it's just been what the hell is it's going on still, here? Yeah, I it's agree. not funny. It's not good, and uh, I am getting angry. We, you, to, we were lied to. We were lied to. We were lied to. But the Chiefs now facing a uh, Philadelphia Eagles who you know. Played okay last week, but they had well, some injuries. They got whooped. They got whooped. They got against Dallas, but they had a ton, tons of injuries in this team. Uh, does Philly respond in this one? You know, are are the Chiefs going to use Christian, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? And, you know, you, you had Philadelphia O-line lost three starters last week. You know, obviously,
0: yeah. that's not going to help an ending. Yeah, to me, this is my bet of the week. This is my bet of the week. Uh, I think Kansas City coming off a loss, being last place in the division, especially looking up at the Raiders and Broncos at 3-0, it's a big, it's a big hole. If you fall, like, I don't think they're gonna fall. I think they're gonna win this handily. I think they're angry. I think Andy Reid. I think this is just. And Philly has just been completely up and. Everyone like after that week one win was like, hey, maybe this Philly team's for real. And then they lose a couple, and then it, but people still want to believe in this Philly team. I just don't see it. I, I think Jalen Hurts is fine. I think all the talk with Deshaun Watson with them is always gonna be lingering throughout the whole season. After every single bad Hurts game. Um, I think they can score because I don't think the Chiefs can stop anyone. Um, But Clyde Edwards-Glera, like you said, (laughs) had his first good game of the the year last year. I think he had 100 yards. Probably the first 100 yards since like week one last year, it feels like. Um, But I just think too many weapons. I think finally you're going to see a big Tyree Kill game, which he's kind of been a bit disappointing this year, that whole offense. Even though I think this is a big game where Mahomes puts a stamp, like four touchdowns. Um, I think Chiefs win this very easily. I'm going to say like 35-17. Uh, yeah,
1: look, I was big on Philadelphia the start of the season, but the offensive line has been absolutely devastated by injuries. And let's talk about Kansas City, the same thing, offensive line. He hasn't been able to get anything away. So when you talk about deep ball, he hasn't been able to throw the ball no. deep as well. You know, both. I think this is the biggest thing when we start looking at everything and everyone's talking about, you know, get the new quarterback, get all these new rookie quarterbacks. I would rather have 10 rookie offensive linemen. Uh, protecting my quarterback that I would have a good quarterback these days because quarterbacks are just getting munched. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, this is my Ted Lasso. You know, you <laughs> hope in the, in the final episode that it, things come around. Political. The last episode was garbage too. Stop singing. <laughs> Stop singing. <laughs> ah. Just get me through. She's got a great voice. But uh, Mahomes, I think, in company will win this one. I got it 38-21 just only again because Philadelphia has no tools ready. I do like Hurts. I still believe in Hurts. He just, uh, but you know, love Hurts. Um, oh, Herp, oh yeah, puns in the morning uh
0: kansas city uh rolls over this one what's your score uh 38 21 for yeah. the chiefs this seven. just feels like such a good bet six and a half it just feels wrong like it's it it's not even like seven and a half. Seven is yeah. the annoying number six and a half to me is such a perfect number but it could be different when i walk to that I, brook, so it it'll could, probably be a it could seven be you know again it's in
1: philadelphia so a lot of batteries getting thrown in this one Speaking of throwing some batteries. Some uh, dildos. Dildos. From batteries to
0: dildos. (laughs)
1: And and Deshawn is like, ooh, this one fits. Uh, (laughs) Ooh, this tickles the spot. This got the rectal. Uh, (laughs) Houston Texans visiting the Buffalo Bills. What the hell? uh, 17 points is the the line. 17 points. That's right. Is the line. Started at 16, moved up to 17. Uh, Josh Allen is back. Um, Yes. And and David Mills um, still, ne- still sounds like a subdivision. He's got a neck like a tree. He does. He's got that big neck. He can maybe uh, put a put some something on him. He can plow the fields later. Uh, Bills continue to keep moving up. Uh, you know, there's some bad coaching issues. It seems to be on on Houston. They don't yeah. seem to be really doing anything. It's like, what's your plan? Um, so you wonder what's going to happen here. <laughs> the plan um, is the draft next year. It is it just
0: get through this year. Um, yeah, again, I think David Mills, another rookie quarterback, coming into Buffalo with that noise, with that crowd, it, it's going to be tough. I, I just can't. I think the Bills' D is really going to come at them and just try to punish them. I think Josh Allen's going to be able to. I just don't see any reason why they can't cover 17, mm-hmm. to me. like I, I wouldn't bet it just because of the late garbage touchdown that yeah. could screw you. That that smells of that. Like. One minute left, you're up yeah. twenty, and Man, then here we go, th- touchdown. Just get a field goal and we'll so, cover it. So. But two, three years ago, the Bills went into Minnesota, Josh Allen's rookie year. Minnesota seventeen point favorite underdogs, yeah. And they came and they kicked the Minnesota's ass. It was one of the people who were betting like their house on Minnesota yeah, okay. because it was Josh Allen. He was looking yeah. terrible, and they. So you never know what could happen in the NFL. I just don't see this happen. Bills are the better team. Josh Allen's gonna have a great game. Look for Zach Moss. To be good in Daily Fantasy, sure. I picked him up cheap because uh, he's getting a lot more balls of bruising. And especially if the Bills build up a big lead in the third and fourth, they're just going to be running it a lot. Yeah. Uh, so they're going Trubisky will come in. They'll be handing it off. You might even see... You will probably see a bit of Trubisky today. Um, Houston, the only guy you can really say is is uh, Brendan Cooks, who's been really yeah. consistent. Uh, I know I said at the beginning I would not play any Houston, but I'd play Cooks. Yeah. He's been great. So, But I think this is just going to be too easy. Um, I'm going to say... 33-13.
1: to 13. Uh, Yeah, I've got this one 37-13 for Houston. No, i <laughs> uh, Yeah, Buffalo will be all over this one. Spreading the ball around. As you said, the first half will probably be, you know, Josh Allen lighting it up, spreading it around. I mean, you looked at Emmanuel Sanders, how good he did for them. Uh, but, you know, they'll spread the ball, spread the love around. Uh, I've got it 37-13 to 13 in a bit of a beating. Uh, another game a little surprising considering that Carolina Panthers are 3-0, but they are facing Dak Prescott and a Cowboys team that literally scores at will. He just throws the ball around and he scores. Uh, Cowboys at home, favored by four points in this one. 50, one and a half is the over-under. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is still out, uh, but the Canadian sensation uh, Hubbard is in, okay. so we've got a Canuck to run for us. Um, you know, very difficult in this one. You know... You've had a, Dallas who won last year or last week with a few starters out, and then you've got Chuba Hubbard and the Carolina Panthers. You know, hoping to hoping to get a little validation here to to maybe put a win on the board.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be tough. I think you're right. Dallas just scores that will they can do what they want I think losing J.C. Horn was their like first round pick corner is really going to hurt uh, Carolina, especially with no McCaffrey. And it's only four, mm-hmm. so I think the respective three and O is the fact that it's four. Again, I really like this as a bet. I think Cowboys at home. Being able to score should be able to win by a touchdown. Um, this, I'm going to put this with the Chiefs in one more. I think that's a great little little parlay. But, um, but I'm going to go. I just think, how are you going to stop? I like Cooper, Lamb, Zeke's looking a bit better at two touchdowns last week. That, that D is better than most people mm-hmm. think. Um, I think we're going to have Darnold's maybe first come back to life game where he's been throwing 300 yards every week. I don't see that happening. I'm going to go Dallas to win this. Uh, actually, i think quite handily too. I think it's going to be like... 10-point spread there for Ryan
1: Cowboy's victory. I do like Carolina to cover this one. Only because people are writing them off and saying, oh, yeah, but they haven't
0: faced anyone. I think they have. It's just the injuries. I'm not... not, If they were fully healthy, yes, this is a much closer game. But I think losing J.C. Horn and losing Christian McCaffrey, you can't... Those are big losses. Horn's
1: going to be a big one for them, and obviously Christian McCaffrey. But I'm hoping they can still spread... Uh, The ball around as well. And and you've got Moore coming back, uh, which should be hopefully something for them as well. I've got Carolina to cover this one, but Dallas is going to win. I've got a three-point victory. Dallas winning this one 30-27. Hit the over, though. I do see a lot of points in this one. Uh, You know, Dallas scores a lot of points. Here we go. Big game. Uh, Big shooter. Uh, This one is uh, the Sky game uh, this week. Cleveland Browns uh, beating up on the Bears last week. Nine sacks. And Minnesota Vikings finally getting a victory. Putting oodles of points on the board. Dalvin Cook will be back in this one as the Vikings go to the Dome and host the uh, Cleveland Browns with a one-and-a-half point favorite in this one. Pretty close. 51-and-a-half points is the over-under. Cleveland favored by one-and-a-half after uh, what they've done. Is that fair? Yeah, I no, I think it's
0: fine. I think Minnesota could be 3-0. and like, They mm-hmm. literally missed the worst field goal ever. And they lost to Cincinnati in overtime. Like, And they had that big win last week. They're just a great off and Kirk Cousins. Is hasn't thrown a pick this year. He's literally the highest rated quarterback in the NFL. Still gets the no respect because again, because the problem is Kirk Cousins' thing is big games. He loses prime time, playoffs. Like that's the thing. So he always eats up on the little teams early, young, and get. That's why he got his money. But I, I actually like Minnesota to take this. I think Cleveland. Still, it's going to be tough for them. I think they... Even though they beat the Bears with the half sacks, their offense just doesn't... They weren't putting yeah. up points. And we have that many sacks and forcing turnovers. You've got to put up more points on the board. I think Baker hasn't been dominant. He's been fine, but very accurate. But yeah. he's not getting the touchdowns. I think Odell had his first game back, so he's going to be much better. But I think Minnesota's just got too many weapons. And I think they aren't going to get sacked nine times. Um, they're not having have a 40-year-old tackle trying to stop Miles Garrett. So uh, I think Minnesota's got this. I think Madison looked great last week. Again, Justin Jefferson, Thielen. It's it's going to be good. I think Minnesota at home is going to be the advantage. It's loud. And I'm going to go uh, Vikings to win 28-23. Uh, to 23. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, maybe
1: it's just because they beat us last week, but I am still up on Cleveland. The defense and the, the offensive line is just fantastic. Um... And I think this is one that they really, you know, Minnesota, as you say, could have been 3-0. and And this was a, it was a slugfest of them last week. This one is going to be a slugfest. Tons of points in this one. But I still see Cleveland coming out. And I think OBJ is going to be a big one in, in this result. <clears throat> also not forgetting they've got uh, the detective agency, Chubb and Hunt, on the have. case. And, you know, if you're not using Chubb, you're using Hunt. And I think Hunt will be big in this one as well. I've got him in my DraftKings. Yeah, program. I think I did too. I've got him in our DraftKings League. Make sure you join our NFL and London DraftKings League. But I've got Cleveland to win this one in a tight one, 31-28. I think this comes down to a field goal, um, but exciting game nonetheless. It will be on Sky Sports. And join us at the Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street, and Clapham. It'll be on all the TVs as well, as well as Red Zone and other games. It's the AFC again as the Indianapolis Colts continue to struggle at 0-3 against a Miami team who is 1-2, obviously losing Tua. Uh, and, and you've got some injuries going on across everyone. Um, you know, you've got the injuries, Carson Wentz trying to play a guy with two broken ankles. Um, and then you've got Jonathan Taylor, who has been also struggling, but you don't know if he's going to be injured. And then you've got a Miami, a Miami team that's offensive line, literally was just getting brisket killed last week. Uh, as soon as he basically snapped the ball, he was, he was punched. Uh, so... Miami at home in the sweaty days. Uh, Two point favorites in this one, though, too. Two and a half. Yeah, I'm not
0: betting. This is one. This is a stay away for me as well. Um, Again, you got Brissett going against his old team. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, you just have a Colts with no offense right now. It's just I just don't have a lot of faith in Carson and Carson Wentz, and I especially think with those Miami corners that are so good, they're going to be able to really take away what receivers. Indianapolis Actually, Indianapolis' D does not look the same as it yeah. was last year. Everything about this just smells... But it's just hard to imagine Colts 0-4. But I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I think just they got the better defense. They're at home. I just don't have any... Carson Wentz has lost his last seven games. He's just He's just another guy playing quarterback. He doesn't look impressive. And he just doesn't have any weapons. And this is just a team lacking in playmakers. Basically, on both sides. Miami has a few... Where they had like the other game, but they gotta throw it a bit more down the field. They got like they had that like, game Jalen Waddle caught like eleven balls for like yeah. fifty yards. Which yeah. is just like what is happening with that? You gotta push it down the field a bit more. Uh, that, that's a record apparently I think yeah. for the like, the most receptions for the lowest yards. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Miami to win this, just the fact that they're at home and they're they're in a tough division. They need this. Uh, I'm gonna go with a low scoring game, uh, twenty to seventeen.
1: I also have this low-scoring game. Boring. Uh, only because I think these teams will both struggle to move the ball around. Uh, the defense is not going to be that exciting. I've got it as a 23-20 victory. Mine you, a three-point victory on this one. Beating the, the Colts, but again, uh, not much CTV there. Uh, moving on, keeping on with the AFC. Uh, we have got the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tennessee at 2-1, facing the ever-struggling New York Jets. 0-3. Uh, Jets couldn't even move uh, the ball last week. They couldn't even look like they wanted to score the ball. They looked like they just wanted to hold on to it. Um, Zach Wilson continues to struggle in this one. There's lots of other, you know, aside from Corey Davis, who's catching the ball, and maybe Carter, who's running it occasionally. Not a lot going on from this New York Jets team. Uh, And here you're facing a a Tennessee Titans team who is struggling. I mean, they've played three games, but they might as well have played eight, the way how tough they've been on some of them. Um, You know, is this going to be the... Is this going to be an easy match for them? Because the Jets are coming to London next week. Are they going to be thinking
0: ahead nah. and going? You know what? They, yeah, I don't think they think <laughs> ahead because you only think ahead when you're good. Yeah, <laughs> really. I think I think it's just about it. I think the big key to this game is no AJ Brown, no Julio Jones mm-hmm. for the Titans. So to me, that makes like this an actual chance for the Jets to win this. I think you stop Henry. Who are they going to pass to? They don't have Johnny Smith yeah. anymore. No AJ Green. No. A.J. Brown, it's, it's going to be really tough in New York. I actually, this could be like an upset alert. I think Zach Wilson's going to have a better game. This is a bad Tennessee yeah. Titans D with Michael Carter, who's looking better, who's getting more work every game. I want to pick the Jets to win, but I'm not. I'm going to pick the Titans to win. But I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to come down to a field goal at the end, um, just because I think they're just gonna put eight in the box and say, we're not gonna let Henry beat us. Yeah. Beat us with what other receivers you have and no tight end. So I'll go with the Jets to lose this in a nail biter. Okay. 23 um, yeah. 20 for the Titans.
1: Well, I too have uh, the Jets keeping, keeping it and uh, keeping the spread in there. I've got them a, as a six point, I've got it 23 17. It's gonna be a low scoring game. Again, it's gonna be one of these hard working ones. But I agree with you as well in the Jets in this one. If, if this is a chance to win, this is a chance because, as you said, when you get those guys out, if all you got to do is stop Derrick Henry, which sounds a lot easier than it is, but if that's your choice for your defense, you're going to focus on that because, as you say, you put, you didn't put the pressure uh, on, on Ryan Tannehill to spread that ball out to whom. Uh, so I don't really see it. I can see the Jets covering this one. But again, there is going to be something in their head because they are coming to London next week yeah. uh, for that
0: exciting game. But Ooh, I'm not betting on the Jets. I'm not betting on the Jets. I'm not betting <laughs> on
1: it, nor I, I will look up if it's on red zone. Uh, speaking of red, a team that used to be red, but uh, no longer. Uh, the Washington football team is visiting the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is so bad. How bad well, are they? Well, they did win last week. They me. did win, but they're still one and a half point favorite, uh, underdogs to Tyler Heineke. Uh, and a, a Ryan Fitzpatrick-less team. Uh, Washington's defense has not been as great as, as I think we thought. And Chase Claypool would be crushing everyone to begin with. Chase Young. Chase Young, sorry. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's getting Pittsburgh on my head. And, and then we start looking at the Atlanta, uh, uh, the Atlanta team. You know, Pitts has not been what they think... I, I keep playing Kyle Pitts. I'm like, he's gonna do it this week. Yeah, I mean, you get you he gives you your
0: three points. Yeah, right. it's really frustrating. You want to see it, there, but now it just this is like for in a way, this is like a like a, one of those wrestling um, I quit matches. Yeah, where, like Matt Ryan's on the verge of fighting for the rest of his career. Yeah, right now this year because we're we're watching. the the absolute falling apart of Ben Roethlisberger. And it feels like Matt Ryan is right behind on that list of how many more years does this guy have left? So he needs a big game. I think Washington, looking what Buffalo did to them last week, being able to just spread it out. They don't have good corners. The pass rush isn't as good. Atlanta's at home. I think I, I'm going to stick with my Falcons for two weeks in a row oh just God. because I, I just don't think Washington are a good team. I think uh. I, I think they don't really have... And Antonio Gibson's a bit hurt. Even I think he's going to try and play, but he's, he's coming off a little bit of an injury. They just don't have any weapons. I think the Falcons have to get things going. I'm just, i Again, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I don't think they have any faith in either of these offenses. I'm going to go um, Atlanta Falcons 24-21. to 21. You know, every time you say
1: you this is the I'm last gonna,
0: week... No, but they won for me last week. That's why yeah, uh, so okay. I'm going with them. If they would have lost last week, then that was it. That, that was it. That was the breakup. That's
1: it. We're breaking up. Well, I, I think this is the breakup weekend. I, you know, Tyler Heineke has been playing great football for, for who he is. Uh, and he's been effective. And Gibson, I think, will be a deciding force here. I, I really like McLaurin as well. I mean, Heineke struggled to get that ball deep to him. But this is a kind of a team that you can get behind. I mean, they've got gaps in that secondary, and this is perfect space uh, for, for him to find McLaurin. So I actually have Washington covering in, winning this one 24-20. Uh, Atlanta struggles and, and goes to 1-3, and three, I think, after next week. Moving on to our next game. Uh, it is the first game of the 9 o'clock spread. Oh, what a game this is. Arizona Cardinals visiting the L.A. Rams in the battle of two undefeated 3-0 teams. The Rams have pumped through everyone, including the Super Bowl champs last week, with a decisive victory. Four and a half points is the over-under in this one of the 54 and a half point total in this one. Uh, you know, the Rams are starting to show themselves as probably one of the best teams. And Kyler Murray is able to plucky and keep it going. Uh, but Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford seem like they've been playing together for ages. Uh, is there any way for Arizona to win and, again, beat, and beat this team? I
0: like this too. I, I think the Rams have owned the Cardinals over the last couple of years. Sean McVay owned. And again, to me, this is who's the It's not even about... Kyler Murray and Matt Stafford, and to me, this is Sean McVay versus Cliff Kingsbury. I'm going with Sean McVay. I think Cliff Kingsbury struggles against the the better teams. And again, Arizona's won, but they're one of those plucky teams where they beat they've beaten some bad teams. Even though like, like Tennessee week one, we saw they didn't really have a defense and they beat the Jags. So it really hasn't been they haven't been like blowing teams out. It hasn't been. This is their first real test, and I think they're gonna get punched in the mouth. Um, I think the Rams are just riding high off that win. They're getting Daryl Henderson back, so they're going to have the running game going a bit better than it was. And I just think with that D going to make... they Again, like I said, division games are tough. They know each other, and Aaron Donald's going to be able to put pressure on Kyle Murray, who does get sacked a lot. Like Kyle Murray, is fast as he is and as good as he gets it out, I like for this, because Jalen Ramsey's going to be covering... Um, DeAndre Hopkins all game. I actually like uh, AJ Green to have a yeah. big game, in especially in Daly, I'm actually going to look that up, mm-hmm. see how much he is because I think he had a big game last week, out of over 100 yards. Yeah, and I think Ramsey's just going to shadow Hopkins, and he's been notorious for taking him out. I just think the Rams too too many off too much offense at home. Better coach, better quarterback. This is gonna, I think they'll win by seven. So I'm going to go with the Rams to win 30 to 24. That's winning by six. six. Sorry, six. <laughs> They're going to okay. cover. They're going to cover, I mean.
1: That's okay. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Very exciting game, and, and one-on-ones, I think, to, to kick off the season we all look at. Uh, the Cooper Cup scenario, obviously, we're going to have to look at double-teaming him. Uh, and the Cardinals, you know, I think the Rams have the ability to break out a lead early, but you can never count the, the Cardinals out. I mean, he's able to scramble. He's able to move the ball. He runs around, finds it. So I do have the Rams winning. It is a four-and-a-half-point spread, but I, I think the, the the Cardinals are going to cover it. I've got it 34-30, to 30, <clears throat> so a four-point spread. So I have them just covering it barely. But I think it's going to be a close, exciting game. Close and exciting. I don't know if this is something the Seattle Seahawks are looking for as they struggle. Getting back some of their guys from injuries. Uh, big rough week for Tyler Lockett last week. DK Metcalf also a bit injured. They're coming back. Uh, but the Seattle Seahawks are 1-2 and, and trying to find their answer. To San Francisco 2-1. Three-point favorites and. In this one it dropped to two and a half points now. Uh fifty-two points is the over under. Seattle continues to get injured. Uh you know, Russell Wilson puts up seventeen points on three drives and then does nothing after and last year.
0: Th- that's been a theme. like they so you get going their
1: second half, they're just their getting the second, blown half, up. Their second half they're absolutely getting blown out. They score, they're like first in scoring in the first half. They blow everyone away in the first half, second half they can't do anything.
0: Yeah, people adjust to them and they're not <laughs> making adjustments. Um if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what they must think. And then, yeah. and then apparently it gets broken. Uh, but to me, this yeah, I, again, I love Seattle, but I just can't take them. Again, on the road, in San Fran, I think San Fran coming off that tough loss. Jimmy G looked better. But it, and if Elijah Mitchell comes back, they're going to have a little bit of a better running game than they had last week. Again, I think Lockett being a bit banged up. I think he's going to play, but how good is he going to be? So probably a big game for DK Metcalf. Chris Carson hasn't been as good. I thought he'd be a lot better this year. It just... Seattle's defense, and now we've seen Brendan Ayuk coming back with San Fran being a bit better. Debo, um, I just can't pick Seattle. I love Russ, but I gotta go with the Niners. Even though again, I wouldn't touch this game betting on it because I think it could go either way. It's gonna be a close game. It's gonna come down to the wire. But I will go with the Niners to win uh, twenty nine to twenty six. Twenty nine points.
1: There. Interesting score there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got Seattle actually in this one. I like Seattle, but in a tight game again, I don't want to touch this one in terms no. of betting it. But I've got a thirty twenty eight victory, only because I think you know, the running game of of the 49ers, It's it's so many different guys. Uh, you know, it's Mitchell, it's Sermon. One guy gets hurt, one guy's back, uh, and, and as you said, Chris Carson needs to have a big game in this one. If Seattle loses, they go to one and three. And that's not a good way to start the season, especially in that division. In that division, no way. So I think Seattle's going to be throwing everything at it. I've gotten a tight, emotional victory. I could see more injuries in this one, but thirty to twenty-eight. Moving on. Uh, here we go. The Denver Broncos, three and zero. Baltimore, two and one. But Baltimore still continuing to struggle against that O line. Uh, Denver, their D continues to push. Uh, you know, maybe their their pass rush is probably one of the better ones in the league. Is this something they can put the pressure? Uh, Lamar Jackson's still injured from doing his little flip in the end zone. Is he going to be fully healed? Uh, and do the Ravens actually have the tools uh, to be able to, to, to break through this Denver defense? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he's rushing the ball, he's moving the ball, he's moving it effectively. Nothing fancy here from Bron- Broncos. Uh, it's a pick 'em in this one. Uh, oh, it's actually moved. It went from a well, pick 'em to one point. Uh,
0: pretty your, much a pick 'em one. Pick one 'em one Now it's
1: a one point favorite for the Ravens. Uh, what do you like there? I
0: like the Ravens uh, just because, to me, Denver's played nobody. They literally played the three worst teams in the NFL. Their, their D is great, yes, but you got to have a challenge. I think Justin Tucker's already talking about he wants to break <laughs> his own record in the mile-high yeah. thin air. He wants to go for like a 70-yarder. So, um, but, but the thing is, I think they got to get the run game going. Lamar's still a bit banged up, but I think coming off that really lucky win last week, they got to be better. I think Denver can... To me, it's just, Denver, you are got to beat somebody. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I'm not jumping on the teddy wagon until I see him beat Lamar, until I see him beat a big team. I think Baltimore is just, to me, the better team. I think, but Denver's probably, I think this game will come close, probably down to like the last play of the game. But I'm going to go with the Ravens just because I'm going with the better quarterback and Lamar is able to pull this one off. I'm going to say uh, 27 to 24. Yeah, I'm big actually on the Broncos
1: on this one. Uh, it's at home. Uh, and the crowd's going to be into it. you got a 3-0 team. you got Teddy playing. As long as he doesn't make too many mistakes, they're going to put pressure on that uh, weak offensive line of Baltimore, which is going to cause Lamar to struggle and scramble. Uh, So I've got this one 26-20. I I think they win by six points. I think it's a pretty good victory for them. Solid enough, but not too solid. Big game. Moving on to our later game, Uh, 9.25 p.m. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers facing the Green Bay Packers. What an exciting game this would be. Two teams whose offensive lines have continued to suck in recent weeks. Packers, uh, this line was 7 points. It's dropped down to 6 points. 45.5 was the over-under. Pittsburgh's O-line, probably the worst in football. Um, not being able to protect, but there is good news that they might have J.J. Watt. Uh, T.J. Yeah, Watt. T.J. Watt back. Uh, and, and part of the defensive line. Is this going to help? Will they be able to put any pressure on the Packers at home in Lambeau? Uh,
0: the thing, the problem with this is Big Ben just looks a shot. No Chase Claypool. Yeah. You know Najee Harris is going to get the ball. You know, even they can be run on, the Packers. I just think the Packers have to get someone else involved other than Devontae Adams. They need to be able to... They just To me, this is the fact that Big Ben on the road is notoriously awful the last couple of years. He's like unplayable in fantasy on the road. There's a team that's injured. He's got a torn peck. To me, I just don't see... I just think we're witnessing the end of Big Ben. So if he gets beat down, which he could happen this week, I think TJ Watt come back it's from a groin injury. Those things can get aggravated yeah. literally so easily. And he's coming back literally after one week sitting off, which to me is a real risk to do that. Uh, but they're a desperate team. But they just don't have the weapons. I think Green Bay, after that big win, is going to be able to handle... I think they're going to win this quite easily by 10. So I'm going go to go 30-20 to Packers. To me, I just think Big Ben's done, and I, I'm not going to bet him on the road to, to pull off an upset against Rodgers.
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough at home against Rodgers. So one thing, you know, as I said last week, I was surprised at just how stupid some of the plays that Rodgers is calling that he wouldn't have called five years ago. Some of the plays that he pa- passes he threw were just chucks that were just, and you're just like, what are you throwing? Aaron Rodgers never throw balls like that. There's four balls I saw last week. I couldn't believe he was going to throw them. And, you know, maybe against uh, the, the defense last week, that's, gonna, that's something you can consider. But uh, the secondary, I think Pittsburgh and, and the way they're going to come, I think it's going to be more pressure. I think it's going to be a lot more problems for them. You know, Pittsburgh, obviously, you lose this one, you're 1-3. One and, and when you started 11-0 last year, that's going to be a big problem. Aaron Rodgers wants to impress the team that uh, he might be playing for next year. He's going be Is one of the one teams. Oh, he would play for the Steelers. He in a play second. the Steelers. <laughs> he loves them. He loves them. Pittsburgh wins it. Or I say, I've got Green Bay to win this one only by four. I've got a 27-23 to 23 Pittsburgh covers. It's dum-dum-dum, the Battle of New England. Bill Belichick welcomes home the chosen son who decided to leave. The 2-1 Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming off a loss last week to the L.A. Rams facing the 1-2 New England Patriots, Mac Jones. Uh, The the line in this one is 7 points, 49.5 points. Is the over-under. This is like the ultimate petrol fight at the (laughs) forecourt. Coming back, throw down, here we go. Can New England do anything to stop Tom Brady and this team? The Padawan versus the the <clears throat> Jedi Master. And now they got Richard Sherman back, so that big hole that they had in their secondary, it's like, oh, we got a hole oh, in our secondary.
0: I don't really care. Richard Sherman was getting burned the last couple of years of his career, um, and again, he's sure I, he's got. He hasn't even practiced this year, so I don't think Richard Sherman's just going to walk on and all of a sudden be a shutdown corner. He's thirty three years old. He has. Probably CTE from what we saw in that video of going nuts. From the door. And I can't believe he started. You didn't even get suspended for that one. is a very laxed. They was, only, was was a... he didn't beat her. He just beat the door down. To yeah. Don't worry. It's fine. He went yeah. in there. It's for... an animate object. So to me, that signing is a nothing signing. Um, I don't even think he'll barely play, I think. But to me, you're even playing a team with no real good receivers. So it's not like Richard Sherman shutting down who... Um, What's his name? Kenyon Bourne is going to be a massive test. Yeah. I think... To me, this Myers is just... Meyer. Losing Gronk is, is going to be upset. Yeah, I know Tom Brady wants to just pump it to Gronk all oh, day. Yeah. All day. So yeah. I could see a big Antonio Brown game this game. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I might even... I'm going to bench lock it and put in Antonio Brown okay. this week. Um, but to me, again, if anyone can put up a game plan to slow down Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. Unfortunately, he doesn't have Stefan Gilmore, so he's a bit thin on there. Mac Jones isn't has is got to have a good. They're not going to be able to run it. Damien Harris had a bad game last week. Tampa Bay shuts down everyone's run game. Yeah, they they lost the pass rush a bit, so, but to me, it's just I, I just can't go against Tom going back. This, this is all written in gold. I actually, I wouldn't bet this, because yeah. I think if anyone can pull it off, it's Belichick. Yeah. Uh, but and to, I think Mac Jones wants to show to be like, I am... I'm not, okay, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not... Uh, this isn't a... But to me, this is just everyone... Tom Brady wants to come and lay a beat down, especially coming off a loss where I think he probably thought he was going undefeated this year. Yeah. Tom Brady. So to him, this is the game. They, they said this could get, like, Super Bowl ratings. Oh, like, yeah. The, the numbers are going to be insane of how many people Definitely. watch this. Uh, I will be watching it Monday morning. or Yeah, Monday morning yeah, when Monday I wake morning. up at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. It's going to be fantastic. and No baby, so I'll be yeah. able to just sit and watch it. But I'm going to go Tempe. Just the fact that they came off a loss, I think if they were undefeated, I might pick New England to cover. But I'm going to go. they got too many weapons, and I'm going to go with them to win 30-23. to 23. I'm going to say right at 7. Well, it, very close to my score. I've got it 30-24, only because I think uh, the Patriots will cover the
1: Belichick factor, which is going to be playing defense... You know th- their defense is solid enough. Brady is going to have to worry about that. It's the balls that get errantly stripped or dropped. Uh, so yeah, I think it's been an exciting game. Uh, the hype will be there. We've already seen all these people blaming Belichick. You know the the, the corner versus Tom Brady versus you know the Packers or the Patriots. So uh, I think it's going to be exciting. But it's 1:20 in the morning here in the UK. I mean, it's not going to finish till 5 a.m. I will be watching it as I say, one way wake up. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, 20 to 30 to 24. Uh, New England covers. Only because, uh, you know, once the Bucks build up a victory, it's all over. Very exciting game uh, now in the last game, the Monday Nighter. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is an AFC crank-up. As the Las Vegas Raiders, who are 3-0, uh, visit the LA Chargers, uh, who are 2-1. Both teams really have some injured cornerbacks in this one. Uh, you know, the deep ball is going to be a threat there. Uh, you've got to worry about the, the Las Vegas pass rush is, is pretty good. You know, you have the... Some really tight games that these guys have lost. Chargers obviously lost a tight one, but the Chargers starting to improve. Justin Herbert really showing his guile and guys here. Raiders, uh, Chargers, Chargers at home. We know how important that is, that hometown yeah, crowd. Yeah,
0: especially with Vegas <clears> coming <throat> in. I mean, oh, around. yeah. There'll be no Raiders fans there. The
1: former LA team coming coming home. Uh, yeah, the more popular stepdad comes back. It's uh, 51 and a half points over under in this one. Eckler, hopefully, we will have a good game.
0: Uh, three points, though. So is this going to be enough for, yeah, for the Chargers? Eckler's been disappointing this year. I've, I've, he hasn't been... Because it's just been all basically... Mike. It's been the, the Mike Williams year. I think that, to me, is the key of this game. I think the Raiders... It's been a nice little story of them coming out 3-0. But I think the Chargers just... Again, I kind of want to take the Raiders. But I'm going to take the Chargers. Because I think the Raiders can keep it competitive. I think this will probably come down to the wire. I think Derek has looked awesome. Um, but... I think now, can this defense really stop a big offense coming in like this? I think Chargers, after that win on KC, are going to be feeling themselves. I can see Bosa making it real hard for Mm -hmm. Carr. Uh, And you have Derwin James on the back, who's going to probably be on uh, uh, Waller most of the game. And he's been fantastic. So I just think the Chargers, with the weapons, are going to be able to win this. But I do see the Raiders keeping it close. But I still will take the Chargers to cover. And I'll say uh, 30 to 24. Uh, No, to 26. Just 4. 30-26. 30-26. <clears throat> just four.
1: Uh, so, yeah, I've got this one. I've got the Chargers winning this one by six points. I've got them to cover this one uh, a little bit easily. <clears throat> Only because I think Vegas has been sort of playing at the end of their tether. You know, they, they've had yeah. a lot of injuries. You get to the point screens. you're just playing to exhaustion. And eventually there's going to be that that breakup game where it's like, okay, we need to really catch up on ourselves. Figure out what the hell is going on here. I think that'll be that game. 31-25 is the projection I have. Uh, the Chargers winning. If you want to watch the game Sunday, uh, head to the Sports Bar and Grill Clapham, uh, which is open till 11 p.m., or the Sports Bar and Grill Old Street, open 12.30, and the Princess Alex and Crouch End, which is also open till 12.30. We do have games pre-party before the London game next week, and uh, the Battle of New York and, and Atlanta, as well as the Florida Battle on the 17th. Make sure you check out our website for all of those. We've got events listed. Thanks a lot for listening, and join our DraftKings pool as well, everyone. Yeah. <clears throat> We're playing this week. you got a new $3 holla contest. Join and win. Thanks for listening.